Welcome to Ratchet Hipster Podcast. I'm your host, Shell. Ratchet Hipster is all about living your life unapologetically. It's about not apologizing for existing. It's about you believing that you are that bitch because you are. (laughs) It's about choosing you. The authentic you, the real you, the one you are when it's no one else is around. Choosing that version of you every day. <laughs> That's what Ratchet Hipster means to me. So if I've piqued your interest, listen up. Come with me on this journey as I struggle to do all the things that I just so confidently told you to do a second ago. <laughs> Come on, bitch, get in. We're healing and becoming badass spiritual black women that support other badass spiritual black women. All right, all right. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of Ratchet Hipster. I'm your host, Shell. And as always, I would like to start each episode with gratitude. Welcome to episode two of season four Healing Your Inner Child through obedience this is a part two of an episode which i'm grateful for that um but i would just like to say that i am grateful for grace i am grateful for the grace to make mistakes i am grateful for the grace to get it wrong and to to be dumb sometimes and to overreact and to take my time when i'm not supposed to be taking my time and um (laughs) procrastinate when i really should be doing what i'm supposed to do and to 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 put things on pause when I'm really supposed to be pushing play and it being okay anyway because God has given the grace for all of it because he know me. Um, I'm grateful for patience um, with myself and that God has patience with me and that the universe has patience with me because I am difficult. <laughs> I am a lot. I know. Um, I really don't like doing what I don't want to do. So if there's something, a task that's hard, like executive dysfunction is a real thing. Sometimes I don't want to do it. Um, And I would throw a real life spiritual adult temper tantrum. Um, So I'm very thankful for the patience that I have been granted in this lifetime. And I am thankful for the patience that I have grown to have for myself because I used to, well, I am still an overachiever, but now I know how to overachieve with grace for myself and patience for myself and trusting my own process to still get it done um, and doing it in a way that is healthy for me. Um, And another thing that I'm grateful for is the weight is waiting the time that it takes for me to get to the place where I'm going and the journey and there there's a phrase that is just like um something along the lines of it's not the waiting it's how you wait and I'm grateful to be waiting um for what is best for me and so in that way I'm going to be grateful I'm going to be positive and happy and I'm going to appreciate what I have while I'm waiting on everything that will come to me all of the my prayers and manifestations and dreams and hopes and wishes as they gradually make their way to me I am grateful for the wait because I appreciate them so much more when they get here because if you've waited so long for something and you've wanted it so long and it's your heart's desire, when you finally get it, you appreciate it so much more. And um, 
running it back to the episode of preparation in this way i will be preparing myself for the very thing that i'm waiting on so i'm thankful to have this much time to prepare um if it's if it's a day or if it's a thousand days or a year or whatever like i'm grateful to have time to prepare rather than fumble it you know um so i'm great i'm great i'm gratitude i'm grateful for grace i'm grateful for patience and i'm grateful for the weight um and overall i'm just grateful for life every day grateful that you guys are here and listening and sticking with me and that the streams um are still going up despite my many flaws and fumbles um you guys still some for some reason listen to me um so i'm forever grateful for my ratchets um forever grateful <laughs> that you continue to to tolerate me um and then for this month's writing uh, i chose to go with a bible verse i'm not entirely sure that we've ever done that before i've done quotes i've done poetry i've done letters I've done affirmations, but have I ever gave you guys a scripture? Ooh, I was going to curse. I don't know. Um, Don't quote me on that because I may have, but I think this is a first. Um, But I'm going to go with Proverbs 3, chapter 3, verse 5 through 6. Of course, um, walk by faith, not by sight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and always acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Um, I want to say in my last, in the first part of healing your inner child, walk by faith, not by sight was um, kind of the gist of things that I am learning to listen to what God says. If God says don't cross this street right now it's not safe and i'm looking and i don't see nothing and i'm just like well i'm gonna cross it anyway i'm not gonna i can see but he sees something that i don't see and i'm just not listening like i'm learning to to walk by faith not by sight if he tells me something and i am i'm not in my human form understanding and i think i'm gonna do what i want to do anyway it's not how it's gonna work um trust trust in the lord with all of your heart like with everything in me i don't know god but you know so i'm just gone you know take this next step i can't see anything past it and this step look a little shaky but you said take it so well, i'm gonna take it you know um because i i don't see what you're trying to do but you have had a plan for me since before i was conceived so i'm i'm gonna believe in that clearly <laughs> um so yes, that's the writing of this week and um that's the intro. I'll go ahead and introduce the topic I guess again that the title of this episode is Healing Your Inner Child Through Obedience. It's a part two of a series of Healing Your Inner Child. Um and here we'll kind of just be talking about our obedience to God. Um and when we're not being obedient, how we are wasting mm, his time and we think we're wasting his time but really we're wasting our own time because when our life is you know over and gone he's still gonna be here being god um so we're wasting our life our days our time when we are disobedient when we procrastinate when we avoid doing the things that we know in our heart of hearts in our spirits that we are being called to do and we put them off and we don't do them or we 
self-sabotage ourselves and tell ourselves that we can't be that great or we're we're not that or that's not us um and all the ways that we get in our own heads and not do the things that we are that we know we're supposed to do writing the book starting the business taking the leap you know buying the house investing all of those things that have been whispered in our ear and we're just like because mm, we can't see it because we don't see the big picture because we don't understand but it's really not for us to understand and by not listening to that gut instinct that whisper um you're actually being disobedient you're actually putting off your own greatness you're actually avoiding your destiny so um that's kind of the gist of today's episode um so let's get into it right all right, so we're going to start out with our first point, which is that one of the things that we're doing or not doing when we're not being obedient is that we haven't cut off our distractions. Um, if you're going to relate to me on the parent on the parent level, I'm going to speak as a mom here. Um, you walk into your child's room and you just start talking. I need you to blah, 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 or I need, I, what's this, or you ask any type of question they're not going to they're not going to listen chances are nine times out of nine <laughs> they're not really going to hear you um because they're involved in what they're doing they're a little preoccupied they're distracted whether they're watching tv they're reading a book they're listening to music they're playing with their toys they are distracted and not focused on you right which is fine but in order for them to fully listen we need to cut the distractions away. Not saying they have to stop watching TV altogether, blah, 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 in this scenario, but we need to mute it so I can ask you this question. Um, we need to put the toys down for a second so we can have this conversation. Take your headphones off, you know, put your tablet down, whatever, whatever. Let loose your distraction um, because I'm trying to say something to you. Um, if in this scenario, this is with me saying, hey, excuse me, or knocking on the door, or whatever, giving some consent to the conversation, not me just coming in like, hey, because that's just not the type of parent that I am. <laughs> so me coming in with a gentle knock or, hey, what's up? And then proceeding to say, you know, can you mute that? Can you put that down? Because I need to say something. Um, and them giving full attention. But in our lives, we have distractions. We have work. We have family. We have social lives. We have dreams that we want to fulfill um, that aren't necessarily the ones that God wants us to fulfill. We have obligations. We have stressors. We have a lot going on, right? Um, but all of that cannot, or none of that, any nothing, literally none of that should get in the way when God has spoken something to you, when he has caused you to do something, when he has said, hey, excuse me, I got something I need to tell you. I got something I need you to do. Um, I know that sound, that's way easier said than done, just like your kid putting their tablet down is the end of the world. Ugh, mom, putting the TV on mute is the end of the world. Pausing their music is the end of the world. Having to switch their focus from something that is... um. Uh, what's the good hormone that is um, serotonin inducing? Is that the word? That's not the good one. Whatever the good the good hormone inducing and having and then having to have this conversation. It's 
It's a task which is hard to do. It is hard for us to set down our obligations and the things that we keep ourselves busy with to answer the call, especially because it's probably going to require a little work on our part, right? But as the parent, if I have something great to offer you, if I'm about to take you on a vacation or if I'm about to take you, you know, kids love to go to, to the store for, for anything, like my kid, like, wants to go to, to five below and target and she got to come out with something for whatever reason um but if i'm about to do something that is really beneficial to you but you must first have cut out the distractions and you're huffing and puffing and it's it's so hard for you to just put it down for a second and listen it kind of seems that you don't want to hear what i have for you it kind of seems like you don't really want that that dream job that you've been asking for it kind of seems like you don't really want all the wealth and the the status or whatever that you're praying for it kind of seems like you don't want the house or the career that you've been praying for because you can't put down what's in front of you for five seconds to hear what he has to say right um and so then it's kind of just like well what is more important to you the distraction or the the the, what you're going to get out of this conversation. Is this job right now more important to you or is the business that you're suppo- supposed to start more important to you and you can't sit down your job, take a break or whatever to listen to the game plan, to, to get your business plan together so you can set yourself up forever, you know? Um, is, is, is like... The I'm sorry, I'm short on examples today. <laughs> Are your immediate obligations your this event that you have to go to, um, this this charity is are these little things? And don't let me sound like I'm downing your every day because I get it. I'm always busy. I'm always doing somewhere do this that and the third. But is that worth? Again, the thing that you've been praying about, is that worth the house that you want? Is that worth the car that you want? Is that worth the career that you want? Because I'm not asking you to to turn it off completely. I'm asking for five minutes of your time so you can hear what I got to say. And then you can cut it right back on. You know, you can go right back to it, but we've had this conversation, and then you can take your next steps. Is it so hard for you to take a five-minute pause in order to hear what to do for the next five years. I don't know. But also, in that same breath as a parent, when you're huffing and puffing, and I really only need two seconds of your time, that two seconds and you done huffed for five minutes, you don't want me to take the tablet. Like, you don't want me to cut the TV off. You don't want me to take the music. You don't want me to... Put the restriction on yourself when all I have requested is a few a few moments. And the time that you have now wasted procrastinating and putting it off and complaining, we could have been done. Um, and then we're at this point where I'm saying, well, you know, I could cut the TV off if it's too much for you. Um, I, can the, I can turn the music off if it's too much for you. I can, I can interrupt this fully. If this is too much for you or, you know, you could just give me two seconds of your time to hear what I got to say. Um, 
it seems like a reasonable request to make. You could give me five minutes and I can give you five years. So all of that to say is that there, there are very important things going on in your life. You need your job. You got to pay your bills. <laughs> you, you, you love your kids. Like, so you have to take care of them. You, you are obligated to this function um, is yours. You put it together or it's your friends. You, you are showing up for people. You are showing up in, in areas of life and that is good and that is okay. But, you know, I feel like a Jehovah's Witness here. Can I have five minutes of your time um, <laughs> to tell you about your future? Can, can I just talk to you for two seconds and you can go on about your way, but now I've planted the seed in you that's going to help your garden grow for years and years and years and years. Or in in good faith to you, in generations and generations and generations, I'm going to help you feed your great-great-grandchildren. But I just need five minutes of your time. When you say it like that, it seems like it would be easier to cut off the distraction, correct, for five minutes, rather than just saying, I know it's hard for me to get to church, but... Cause I, because I, I work all the time or I know I can't read my Bible as much because I'm so tired and my kids keep me busy or I know I haven't prayed in a long time because I, my friends have so much going on. I'm always at this thing or that thing or this. But if I told you I could, I could get you the, the game plan, I could put you on boards of, of, and committees if you just give me, if you just sit down from one function, I could, I could put you, I could put you at the top of this company if you just took a day off of work and, and, and went to church. I could, I could, what was my other example? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I could, I could bless your kids and their kids and their kids and their kids. If you all just sat down and prayed together. I'm sorry, sign me up, God. Let me turn my TV off. Like that's so that's my first point is that the part the first part of being obedient is to cut off the distractions for a moment and hear what God has to say. All right, and so another thing that we tend to do when we are not being obedient is procrastinating or avoiding something which we like to think is not being disobedient because like well, I'm gonna do it but we're actually being very disobedient by not listening when we're told to do something right um so from the perspective of the parent and I'm a black mama um and I was raised by a black mama and generations of black women before me <laughs> and, and black daddies on top of it <laughs> So, it's like, if I tell you to do something, I'm going to expect some type of motion. Like, I'm working on my gentle and conscious parenting. So, at this point in time, I I like to give the same respect that I expect. Um, I used to be like, you, ain't, you, you didn't get up and be upset. But when my child comes to ask me for something, I'd be like, give me a few minutes. I got to mentally prepare myself to get up to do the task. But then I don't give her that same grace to say, mom, give me a few minutes. Right? Because I'm a black mama. 
So when I say something or I command, I give a command, um, and you don't move. Now I'm not gonna say I, I don't. I don't need you to jump up in fear, but I need your body language to to let me know that you didn't hear what I said and, and something is gonna happen in the in the very near future. Um, I'm not expecting a a half a second to for it to be done, but within a very very reasonable time frame, I need you to get up and move, right? Because you heard me, did you not? Because as we said before, like I I need to be clear that you heard me, so I like for you to you know cut off your distractions, look me in my eye or whatever. Let's have a face to face, like let's talk, so I know that you're here, that you hear what I'm trying to communicate to you, right? Um, so if I know that you heard me and then I, I, I'm going to walk away cause I'm going to expect some motion behind that conversation. And when I come back, however long later, I've given you time and you ain't, you ain't moved. Who the unhealed part of me sees that as disrespect. <laughs> and so in in this scenario, that's spiritual disobedience. If God has given you an order, granted, it's probably something that's going to bless you for generations to come. And you just like, mm, I'll do it when the show go off. Mm, I'll do it when, when the season is over. Mm, I'll do it when I feel better. I, I'll do it whenever. Do you not see how God is going to be like, mm. so you're just not going to do it? Because <laughs> you're, you're hesitating to be blessed. So you, so do you, do you not want it? Now, granted, I'm not accounting in this scenario for legitimate like mental disorders. Like if you're genuinely depressed, genuinely suffering from um severe anxiety or anything of the sort like mental health is very real i feel like i speak about it a lot but if that's the case then you know this is the technique this isn't the specific scenario for you right now i'm gonna just say hey baby go get some help i love you go get some help um but in our other cases you heard him but you're just not gonna do it right um procrastinating is disobedience in this in this in this sense the longer that you wait, you know, I'm I'm going to do it next season. I'm going to do it next year. That's the better time for it. God told you to do it now. But you're like, mm, judging by what I can see in the in my worldly eyes, I'm going to wait. I think it would be better for me to wait. Mm, but you know what you're actually saying is that, hmm, I think I'm going to wait. I'm a, I'm a, I think I'm going to put off my blessings. I don't want to be blessed right now. I want to be blessed in two, two, three years. So I'm going to do it next year because, you know, you got to plant the seed first. And then my blessing going to fall into my lap at about year three. How that sound? How the flippery flops does that sound? Like the longer that you wait to do what you've been asked to do, the longer you're going to wait. You can pray all day. You can praise all day. You can jump for joy. You can do all. You can have your Bible study. You can do what you need to do. You can go to church 52 Sundays in the year. But if you're not being obedient in what you've been asked to do, you're going to wait on your blessings. I tell my kids all the time, 
and that goes for like my my actual child and then any other kids that are around me they mine um if you're gonna waste my time i'm gonna waste yours so it's on you legitimately it's on you if you're gonna waste my time i have asked you to do something and you want to play i'm gonna waste yours i got all day i'm good the end thing with your teacher i always tell you i'm I'm good. I'm going to get paid. <laughs> like, God is like, I'm God. I ain't waiting on you for nothing. Matter of fact, I can give it to somebody else. I can make somebody else move. I can finagle this thing however I need to. But if you're going to waste my time, I'm going to waste yours. Like I was saying, you could pray all day. You can get on your knees five times a day and pray to God. But if you don't do what he asks you to do, then you're going to wait on your blessing. The longer you wait... The longer you gonna wait. Mm, I'll wait till next year. I'm gonna wait till I do this, 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 and this first. And then I'm gonna do that. Oh, that's cute. Well, keep waiting. Because you just plant. I just asked you to plant the seed. I ain't say you was gonna get blessed no time soon. Like, this an oak tree, baby. It's gonna take a minute to grow. I just asked you to plant the seed now. So you can have your tree in a couple of years, but you're gonna wait, you're gonna wait a couple of years to do it. And so you're gonna wait a couple of years on your blessing. Mm. Also, something to think about. If I if I'm if I'm giving one of my children an instruction, I as the adults of the scenario in the scenario have a a better sense of time. <laughs> I said better because mm, mm, I got ADHD. Time blindness is a real thing. But <laughs> I have a better sense of time. And so if I'm giving you a command, me being me, because also the, the autism, I like to stay in some type of a schedule. Like, so I probably worked it out to where I've, and I'm, I'm, I work with kids. So I'm giving them a cushion to be kids. So I'm like, mm, they need to be doing this by this time, this by this time, this by this time. So I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you the commands. I'm going to give you time to transition. I'm going to give you time to be a kid because I'm I'm well aware of all of these different variables, right? But what if we still have to be somewhere at a certain time? And what if if we don't get there at that certain time, then we don't get what we're supposed to get? What if they're doing free cupcakes from 12 to 1? And I planned it out so we can get there at 11.50, 11.45, So I'm I'm giving you step-by-step instructions. I'm giving you time to transition. I'm working with all of your different needs because I love you. I know you. Um, And you decide, I'm going to play today. I don't want to do what you're asking me to do. I'm going to do it in a minute. Mm-mm-mm. I'm not going to clean my room. I'm going to keep playing. I'm not going to cut the TV off. I'm going to keep watching. I'm not going to put on clothes. I'm going to keep laying. And guess what? We ain't leave the house till 1230. We ain't get to the donut place till 1255. They gave away the last donut when we parked. Like, you know what I'm saying? I said donuts. It was cupcakes. The scenario was cupcakes. They gave away the last cupcake when we parked. But you wanted to play instead of doing what was asked of you. And you missed your blessing. 
Do we not think that God knows exactly what he's doing? He knows that something is limited. He knows that, like, he He knows all of these things. And he's trying to get you to a certain place at a certain time so you can get blessed forever. He's even given you, like, handicaps. He's, he's, he's raised the rails on your bowling alley. Like, he knows. He knows that you procrastinate. So he's giving you a little bit of time. But at the same time, don't play with him. He knows that you, ha- he knows that you have depressive episodes. So he's gonna give you some time. He's he God knows every dirty detail about you. He knows exactly how you can and probably will fuck this up. And he's accounted for all of it. I seen something that says we think that God hasn't accounted for our stupidity like he ain't make us. He made us. Every single part of us. He knows how slow we can be. He literally, I talk to God. I be like, make it clear, make it plain. Because you know I'm a little slow. Like, when I need a sign, like, make sure I understand it, God. Because you know I'm a little slow. Like, so, he's accounted for all of your flaws and your faults. And he's still giving you a task that he knows you can handle within his time frame and you still choose to play with his time you still choose to go by what you feel like you know to go back to 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 go by what you feel like you see in this scenario when is it when you when, if in the scenario the child knows better than the parent knows better than the adult or do you as the adult go I'm the adult, I think I know. Like, do you not lord your adult's authority over the children to say, I know, I know what I'm talking about, giving respect to what they have to say. But for the most part, I've accounted for all of this. I may take a little feedback, but I'm an adult. I'm not God. God ain't taking your feedback because he know better than you. He thought about that already. He hear you, but he got you still. You know, so by procrastinating by wasting time by putting things off by avoiding doing something because we have anxiety about it or we feel inferior or we feel like we can't do it or we're not good enough or it's not the right time that ain't what he said to do he asked you to think all that he asked you to think it through he asked you to do it Mm. he asked you to take a step he asked you to look up at the whole staircase and go god i can't walk all those steps he did it not in five minutes, God. He did not ask you that. He said, take a step. He's going to time your steps. He's going to order your steps. He's going to do it in a way that is is that works for you. He's, uh, he's only going to ask you to do things that you can do, even if you feel like they're monumentous and you can't. Right? Right. All right. So that's just saying. We, we show disobedience to God when we procrastinate. And this is coming from the queen of procrastination. Again, with the ADHD, I thrive at the last minute. If there's no deadline, no no upcoming, like it's next week, it's tomorrow. If there's no realistic deadline in my face or someone someone that says, if you don't do this, you're going to be fired or you're going to be blah, blah, blah. Like, mm, I got all day. I got all week. I got all month. I got time. Like, I'm not going to do it until I have to. And God knows this about me. And I still get my butt whooped about it regularly because mm, procrastination is disobedience. 
And God wants us to be obedient so he can give us the things that he is trying to give us. God be like, Shell, I've been trying to bless you and your family for years and years and years and years. But you lazy. But you don't feel like it today. But you want to take a nap. Mm. But you had but you had one social engagement this afternoon and you feel like you can't do nothing else before or after. Just that. Because it was so draining for you. Mm. He knows that and he accounted for all that and he still want me to do what the he asked me to do. Right? All right. All right, and so one of the last things that um, could be considered disobedience or could be taken um, when you are, when you procrastinate on what you're told to do um, is that me as a parent or just me as a person, um, I don't, and it could just, it, I could be wrong, but if I have something that I know that you want and I offer it to you, even if it comes with, like, stipulations. And I'm like, here's this amazing thing that you want. Remember, this is something that's going to benefit us for generations. So it's something that you really, really want. Um, and I'm just like, you just got to do this first. And you're like, okay. And then you just kind of don't do it. But you and I both know that you want and need this. And it's, a, like, it's really a big deal. And you're slow to move. You you don't you don't pick pick your feet up and keep and get it to get to going. Then I personally feel like well maybe you just don't want it that bad. Maybe you don't want it as bad as I thought you wanted. Um, because for me, if it's something that I really want, I feel like and this is not always the case. I'm gonna move about. It. I'm gonna be quick about it because I've been waiting on it. I've been praying on it. I've been asking for it, and here it is. And you're like, oh, all you gotta do is X Y Z. And you're like, okay, because you can't get it until you do these things. Why would you wait? Because you have to wait anyway. So why would you wait to get started on the things that you have to do to receive your blessing versus immediately doing them? It seems as though maybe you don't want the blessing as bad as you and I originally thought, which is cool. I can't make you want something more than you do. Um. So it's kind of just like, Maybe you don't want it because you are not te- you're not doing what you're supposed to do to get it. If I told you you're going to be blessed and you're gonna make that eight figures that you've been praying for for two two years now, but you have to you have to write the business plan. You have to go meet with these people. You have to go back to school or finish school. You have to do this this and this. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna do it. You know, in the in the spring or in the fall or next year. Well, you're you're putting off your blessing, are you not? It's, and that kind of seems like you don't want it so bad because you know that it's going to take you time to do the stipulation and you're going to put more time in between that. You're going to put more time in between you and your, your blessing. You know, mm, maybe you don't want it that bad. Me being me, hmm. I know, <laughs> you. I don't know if your parents have said, somebody, you know, uh, there are children starving in Africa. Like somebody wants this more than you. Hmm. It, you reach, you tend to reach that logic, and I'm gonna slow down because I feel like I'm starting to stammer and stumble over my words, whatever. But you tend to reach that logic, like, well, you know, if you don't want it, I know somebody that really wants this, and this is God we're talking about, so He know everybody, so of course He knows 
like 30 other 30,000 other people that want this same thing that you want. He's trying to bless you and you're like, "Uh, I'll get around to it." And so, okay, well I got somebody that's at the ready to go now, that's willing to do all those things now and wants that blessing yesterday and they're on it. So, you can shit or get off the pot. Like it just seems to me that if I say I'm going to bless you, your children, your children's children, your spouse, hopefully y'all, y'all should also say they children, <laughs> your extended family. So that's your mothers, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins. I'm going to bless everybody. But you have to do this one thing, these two things, these three things. You just have to get this done. And then blessings are going to pour in abundance. And you're like, all right. And then you don't do anything. I don't know. It seems to me like maybe you don't really want it. Um, and so me being all powerful, this, that, and the third, maybe I'm going to bless somebody else real quick to show you what could have happened to you. And then you're going to be mad. Then you're going to be looking at them like, damn, that should have been me. And it should have been you, but you was slow to move your feet, right? So people like to, people like to throw around the phrase, what's for me is for me. And blase, blase, nothing I can do is going to stop it. Um, like nobody can block your blessings and if it's if, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Right. That's all fine and dandy. And God does account for your I was gonna curse. whatever. God does account for your fuck ups when he plans to bless you because he knows you, he made you, he knows you're gonna do this, this, and this. He knows you. Yes. But even if he says what's for you is for you. What's for you can't be for you if you don't take it. If I'm giving you something, if I'm offering you something and you don't take it, well, I can't force you. Well, I can't force it upon you. Well, I can't bless you if you don't receive it. If you're holding on to old things, you can't open your hands up for new blessings. If you don't meet the prerequisites, I can't give you this new opportunity. If you don't move in the manner that if you're not in position, I can't put you out there. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be willing to do the things necessary to be open for the blessing. You got to let stuff go. You got to get in position. You got to prepare. We had a whole episode on preparation. What, what to do while we're waiting for God to move. And here he is telling you what to do in the wait time to be better prepared for that blessing yes you ask for a house are you budgeting so you can pay your bills are you saving so when you find your perfect house you got the down payment what are you doing i I told you i'm gonna get you the house but have you saved the money have you gone to the classes to to understand first-time homebuyers like have you done what i need you to do so i can bless you you want the marriage but have you worked on yourself have you increased your emotional intelligence? Have you gone to therapy? I can't give you the marriage if you still gonna act like that within it. Mm-mm. You're not gonna you're not gonna ruin the blessing that I give you. Yes, you want the job, but have you done the work to get it? When, are you gonna get there and fumble it, or are you gonna get there and do what I need you to do there? You know what I'm saying? Are you still insecure? Are you still have do you still suffer from imposter syndrome? Or do you believe that I put you in that position for a reason? And you finna show out so you can be blessed with that promotion that you want. So you can be blessed with that raise that you earned. 
Like, or are you just going to sit here and wonder why am I here and hate your job and be on Indeed on the clock looking for other jobs when I'm blessing you here? I'm sorry, I'm yelling. But it just seems like you don't really want it. Procrastination reads across the board like you don't want it as bad as you say you want it. You're not hungry enough. If I if you tell me you're hungry and I put a plate in front of you and you take your you're not hungry enough. You're asking me for something. I'm willing to give it to you, but you aren't doing what you need to do to get it. I can't give you a new toy if you still have your old one in your hand. How are you going to take it? You know what I'm saying? I can't or I won't. I won't do these things if you're not going to do what you need to do because it just shows that you won't appreciate it. We talked about gratification. Gratification, Lord. We talked about gratitude as well, showing gratitude for the things that we have and appreciating the things that we have. This is kind of off subject. But if you're not showing appreciation for what you have, I'm not going to give you more. Um. So, yeah, the the last fact or whatever is if I'm trying to bless you in the manner that you've asked for exceedingly and abundantly above all things that you could think or even imagine so you've asked for a million dollars i'm trying to give you 10 and 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 endorsements and contracts i'm trying to get you paid forever above everything that you can ask for and all i've asked for you to do is go back to school you got one semester left and you're like, eh, I don't feel like it. <laughs> You've asked for a house. I'm trying to give you acres of land to build upon. Your whole family can go build houses on the land I'm trying to give you. But you won't budget yourself. You won't budget properly to be able to buy the land. You won't go look into the land that's available in the city. You're, you're not researching enough about how to go about doing this. I've just asked you to do a simple thing to receive what you more than what you're what you're even asking for and you won't do the work mm, this person has been looking at land all over the city for like two years now she ready she she wants her blessing she she want to go live off the grid and i got her but i've been trying to bless you and you still sitting there looking at me look at you what are you waiting for i've already given you the blueprint i've already told you the plan or at least i've told you the next step I've given you the end results and I've given you the next step. The rest of it is not your it's not for you to worry about. I just need you to do the next step. And you're like, hmm, okay. So all of that to say that sometimes <laughs> it just reads that maybe you don't want it as bad as you say you do. Because you're not willing to to take an extra step. You're not willing to go as far as you need to go. You're not willing to do the things you need to do. Mm, you must not really really want it and so yeah sometimes and I don't even think I referenced that to children at this point I was just kind of on a spiel but sometimes our procrastination and just being slow is blocking our blessings it's being read as disobedient us avoiding the things that we need to do is being disobedient um, us taking our time is being disobedient. We're literally blocking our blessings with procrastination. 
we say we want these things and of course we want them now because we are a generation of instant gratification we have a cell phone in our hands at all times we we like we have air fryers and microwave food like we we want things now and we are not willing to do the thing that we need to get it now we're slowing ourselves down um and i'm not a a full-fledged Bible baby, so I can't tell you the verse, but I know that it said that anything that slows us down from our purpose, we have to let it go. So if that is a distraction, it doesn't have to be people, but people that slow us down from our purpose, we got to let them go. If you are addicted to reality TV and you can't get your work done, you got to let it go. If you're addicted to going out and eating out or traveling and you can't save your money for your house, you got to let that go. If <laughs> if I'm sorry. Woo. If you're addicted to situationships and you want a marriage, you got to let it go. Like there are just certain things that you have to do in order to be open to the things that you're asking for. If it's slowing you down from the things that God wants you to do or to have, let it go. All right. So we got to cut out our distractions we got to stop procrastinating, stop avoiding, stop being slow to move. God said move, and he said move now with a quickness, with a quickness, do some sprints. Um, or it just reads as, you don't want it that bad. Like, if it's, you telling me you got 10 million from me, I'm getting up. I'm going to get up. I'm going to do, what do you need? I'm sorry. I, you, I heard you this time. Like, you said 10 mil, my ears perked up. So, like, what is it? What you need? You say eight figures? Oh, I'm listening. I got it. I got you. Um, so, I just really want us to think of things in that way. We're asking and we're praying and we're fasting and we're doing all these things and God is waiting on us. And I've gone through that in so many different situations where it's just like, God, I keep praying about it. I keep praying on this situation. And God's like, I already told you what's... And I think I talked about this in my last episode. God's like, I already told you what to do. Stop asking me the same question when I've told you what to do. I've told you what I need from you. And once you do that, I got you. And once I do those things, God has not disappointed me yet. I have not been disappointed when I have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. I've been disappointed in myself because I'm like, mm, it's not happening. And I'll have that conversation with God and he'll just be like, but what did I ask you to do the first time you prayed? I answered you already. And I'm like that with my kid. I answered you already because she'll, she'll say that, Mommy, da 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 she'll ask a question, and I'll give her an answer. And two minutes later, she'll ask me again, I, I heard you, baby. I answered you. I, sometimes I'm busy. I don't really like to repeat myself. I don't like to repeat myself to adults. But I try not to just be like, what? So, <laughs> baby, I heard you. I answered you. I gave you an answer. God will let you know. I gave you an answer. It's not going to change. It might not be what you wanted to hear, but I gave you an answer. You just got to put a little work in. You got to leave that person. You got to get out of the, you got to you got to stop spending like that. You got to go to a different place. You got to you got to stay at that job. You just got to work harder or whatever. Or you got to quit that job with no other job opportunities available to you or in sight. No. I, quit that job and do what I asked you to do. For me, it was a it was a leave that relationship. I already told you that it was a quit that job, even though you don't have another job option. <laughs> and for me, that's a big thing. I don't like to quit a job till I'm starting at the next job, like the next week. Um, but quit that job. I told you that. 
And I'm and I'm not going to make it easy for you to stay in these things because I told you to leave. And you keep praying and you keep asking for guidance and help. And I already told you to leave. And once you leave, I got you. For me, it was it, it be like that. And so you really have to to pay attention. Is it God not listening or hearing you, or is it you not hearing Him? Because you don't want to. That's it. That's all. So in summation, um, again, we have to understand there is a time or there are times in our lives where we need to get really still and really focused and put our eyes and ears on God and listen um, for, our, for a response to our prayer. I know that you're praying. I know that you're journaling. I know that you're manifesting. I know that you're fasting. I know that you're you're speaking to your people that are close to God. Like I know that you're doing these things, but I really need you to get still. Um one of the things that I do with my kids is like when I'm being serious and maybe they're not focused cuz they're they're kids is you you have to get down on their level. You have to make sure that they have your that you have their attention because if a kid is doing something else they're not they mm -mm. you you barely can focus on two things at once you think they can so really get down and get on their level um and in this situation no you're not the parent god's the parent you're the child but if god is really getting down on your level and asking you to listen you need to get still and put your eyes and ears on god turn your listening ears all the way up go back and listen to uh healing your inner child listening ears turn your listening ears up so you can hear but get still and cut out the distractions cut the tv off cut your phone off do what you got to do so you can actually hear what god's saying to you and then turn your listening ears into obedience obedience you heard now go do right there's a time there are times in our lives where we need to get still and listen for the responses to our prayer like God hears us. God lets us know what he wants from us. We heard him. If you were distracted, you probably heard him, but you didn't hear him. Um, you was kind of like, eh, okay, okay, yeah, I heard you said something. Um, but you didn't really want to hear it, so you, you tuned that out and you're waiting on something else. No, you heard him, right? Um, and then when we do hear like you said, like I said, you heard him. You need to move. You can't be like, all right, okay, okay, God, I heard you. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't expect to be praying for greatness and abundance and all of these things. And God's when God says, okay, yeah, just do this, you're like, okay, I, I will eventually. You want God to move with haste and you don't? You want God to bless you fast, but you can't? You can't move fast. You can't hear fast. You can't turn. You can't put down what you're doing to hear what God has to say about blessing you and your kids and your family. I keep saying kids. You shoot your whole family, whoever that, what, whatever your family looks like to you. Because I, in this age, we have very wide, a wide range of family dynamics. Some people don't even have blood relatives that they consider family but they have people that they chose to be their family and that is just as great but if god is trying to bless you and those around you 
why would you not move a little bit faster? Why would you not move with haste? Um, like, if it's something that you want, this is something that you've been praying for for years, and you're a step away, and you're going to continue to behave, you're going to continue doing what you're doing, I'll get to it eventually. I don't want to hear that. I mm-mm. If I ask you to do something, I want you to do it. I want to see some movement. Even if it's slow. I'm not asking you to... Well, I probably did say move quickly. But uh, you sometimes you don't have to move fast, but you do need to move. And I'm one of those. Like, I may not move fast. I have I have varied energy levels throughout the week, the day, the, the month. I might not move fast, but I'm going to move. If I just check off one thing today, God, that's all I have for you. But that was my 100% for today. If I get... 30 things done in in three days bit but i had the energy for it you know what i'm saying but i moved i did something i took one step closer to what you were at to do what you were asking me to do because yes i want this i've been asking you for it and i want it you can see it right so just to leave you with the last piece but just don't block your blessings by wasting god's time Sometimes your blessings are on a time limit. Sometimes it's only available to you within a window. And you use that window saying, oh, I'll get around to it. And sometimes you miss it. And then you got to wait some more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I have something for you and it's only a, it's a limited edition, <laughs> it's just for right now. It's just for then. And you're like, eh, you're so, so on it. You're lackadaisical. I'm not going to. I'm going to get to it. And then it's years later and you still ain't been blessed and you wondering why God ain't gave you no house after all these years of you living apartment to apartment or hotel to hotel or in somebody else's house or on somebody else's couch because you haven't done what God asked you to do. Um, so yeah. We we need to get into the spirit of obedience. Um, and that being all things. Um I feel like learning to humble ourselves and be obedient to God. Um, and I guess I'm speaking specifically to those of us that are like, I want to be married, God. I want my husband. Um, learning to submit to God <laughs> is also teaching me how to submit to the husband that he's going to give me. Because, baby, I'm one of those. You can't tell me what to do unless you can tell me what to do. So, <laughs> God said you keep praying for a husband, but you have not learned to listen. You're still hard-headed. You keep praying for a husband, but you're still, you're, you're selfish. Or you're, you're this, you're that. Like, there are things that you need to do, self-work, before I can give you the man that I have for you. So, because I, I, I would pray for me to be prepared for my husband and my husband to be being prepared for me and god was like look girl you don't listen you hard-headed i done said eight times do this this and this and you you keep praying what do you want god what am i supposed to do i done told you so yeah i am also not innocent in being disobedient with procrastination and it's partially because I just be like, but I don't want to do that, God. That's hard. That's something scary. It's hard for me to quit my job and I don't have any income. <laughs> and I got a kid, God. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I quit my job because 
God told me multiple times, you need to you need to leave that. He made it very uncomfortable for me until I was just like, you know what? I, I, I guess I got to go. I don't have any other job options. I was trying to figure it out myself. But God was like, I don't need you to figure it out. I need you to do what I asked you to do and quit your job. And within a year of quitting my job, I I have built my businesses and everything that I'm doing to where I make the same amount of money that I was making at said job. I quit that job with no options, no nothing in front of me. I had nothing. I did not know what I was going to do next. It, it felt impulsive to walk away. Um, and it was very unlike me. But God was like, I told you to quit and I would have you and I would bless you. And gosh darn it, he did. So it's just as hard as it is to listen, as scary as it might be to do what he has asked you to do, because God asks us to do big things. So if you feel incompetent or just not ready for what God's asking asking you to do, if that's why you're not listening, it's okay. Your next prayer should be that, God, show me what you think that I am, because I ain't feeling it right now. I don't feel capable. I don't feel worthy. I don't feel like I'm ready for this. But show me the me that you see <laughs> so I can so I can do what's needed. Because I'm not trying to block my blessings. But, you know, this is years and years of trauma and shame and telling myself I'm not good enough. So show me the you that you designed. Show me the you. Show me the you. Show me the me that you designed. Show me the me that you formed, that you created, because I don't see it yet. I'm still looking at a a, a block of, of clay. Show me the me that you're molding. So, yeah. um, Healing our inner child. Learning to listen. God has us covered. All those things that we've been praying for and seeking, it's already ours it's just taking that first step. It's just movement. God's not asking for you to be perfect. He's not asking for you to be strong. He's not asking you to do anything but trust in what the he is saying to you. That's it. That's all. I told you this. I asked you of the, I asked this of you. That's it. Do it. Do it. Even if you do it scared, even if you're unsure, like do it. And God has the rest. Another personal anecdote. Again, I quit my job um, at the end of 2022. No idea what I was going to do next. Um, but I did end up starting a nonprofit. And just the, the process, the application, the organization, the bylaws, it just felt so big. I was like, God, I have... N- very little knowledge of nonprofits. This is a whole new world for me. I'm in childcare field. Like I don't know nothing about nothing. And you're asking me to 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 do a lot. It felt bigger than me. Um but lo and behold I did it. I it was slow. It was hard. Um there were stop and start points throughout the year, but a year later I got my nonprofit status. Within that year, we've done big community things. Like, it just took the trust of 
just do what I just started. I asked you to start it. I didn't ask you to know what you were doing. I didn't ask you. <laughs> I didn't ask you to go back to school. I didn't ask you to do nothing. I asked you to start it. And then he asked me to do this event. And this event blessed me in this way and blessed others in that way. And he asked me to do this event. And this event blessed others in that way and blessed me in this way. Like he, he just. I'm just giving you a step by step. And when I, I ugh, when I started the nonprofit again, it felt big. It felt more than I I wasn't ready. Um, and I didn't feel like I had time to get ready. I didn't feel like I was good enough. But that's the prayer of God, let me see what you see. Um, help me feel worthy enough to do what you're asking me to do. And Gosh darn it, he did. Because God be God. Life will life, but God will God. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, showing obedience. Cut out distractions. Um, it is now winter. And in my winter phase, I like to set things up. So, I am fasting right now. I am um, listening to some type of sermon or motivational speaking every day. I am reading my Bible. I am like putting the work in um disciplining myself so that i can hear and be ready i am working out um because i do believe that god wants us to be physically healthy to do the work that we are here to do um you know like if we're part of god's army then the soldier has to be ready for the war whatever um but i am cutting out the distractions so I can hear what God has to say for me in this next season because I'm still praying for certain things and I need to make sure that I'm hearing clearly on what God wants me to do not doing things because I feel like I need to do them or for the sake of doing them or you know not moving based off how I feel and how I think because it's not me it's not about me but making sure that I'm hearing God clearly for what my next step is so I can move as as slow or as quickly as I can manage um cutting out the distractions um making sure i hear him so when i hear him i can go making sure i'm in position so when he says so when when he says go i'm gone um if i'm walking or running if he says go i'm i'm picking up a foot <laughs> so yes and because i really want the things that i'm praying for i want to show that in my actions not just my words faith without works is dead so I could pray and I could pray and I could pray, but I'm also putting in the work. I'm also disciplining my mind. I'm also disciplining my body. I'm also disciplining my spirit so that when I hear God, it ain't nobody but God. I'm focused in. We like we, I'm getting locked in right now. So when he whispers his next step, I got it. I heard you. I heard you. I got it. I'm good. Right? So um, to end this episode, I really pray obedience over you. Um, not necessarily having to take my same tactics, but I pray that when you pray for what you're praying for and God tells you what you need to do, that you listen and that you move and that you move with intention. Um, and then I pray that you receive your blessing tenfold. I pray that you get all that you're asking for and then some exceedingly and abundantly above all things that we could ever think or imagine, Right. So even what you're thinking of, that's the greatest thing ever above that, more than that. So, 
um we're gonna wrap it up right there um i hope you enjoyed this episode again go back and listen to the first healing your inner child listening ears and then let me know what you would like to hear as far as our next healing your inner child um episode uh and we could go from there see you next time Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ratchet Hipster. It really means the world to me, guys. Like every time I see I have a new listener, I really do a little happy dance. So thank you guys for tuning in, even if it's just this one episode or if you tune in every week. I appreciate it, guys. Um, Be sure to share the podcast on your social media Um, talk about it with your friends your moms your cousins whoever your sister circle please and thank you um be sure to follow me on facebook the ratchet hipster um or on twitter at ratchet hipster five or if anything resonated with you and you just want to let me know because y'all i really appreciate that i really want to know that you're 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 getting something from it (laughs) you can hit me up on my email at ratchethipsterpodcast at gmail.com thank you guys for listening and i'll see you next week